Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Yes, we can talk about it, Louise. Do you wanna do you wanna repeat what you just said to me there before you press record? No, nothing. <laughs> just a little gentle bit of accent teasing. <laughs> uh, welcome to the A to Z of the 1990s. I'm Andy Bush. That's Louise Maloney. Hi. Uh, Louise's other half is away, and he's done something cute. But wh- you don't want to talk about it. You don't want to work on this podcast with these people that we love. These people he, that we've developed a, a close friendship with week on week. He just he's very good at the cooking and stuff in the house. It, in, in that he does all of the cooking. Right, so what, what do you do? 90% of the cooking. Because all we've heard week in, week out on this podcast is you, um, it, like, like a cat lady in bed with loads of pillows and laptops watching How Netflix. How do you know what I'm like in bed, boy? Well, I can just imagine. You've, you've, given, you've, you've shared it with us. <laughs> he actually calls me Tiddles because um, he says I'm so like a cat. You are a cat That basically all I do is sleep, eat, and then like hiss at him. <laughs> Sometimes And then I... put your back legs up in the air and drag yourself... On the along the uh, on my butt by your butt, and um, also apparently I pad around. You know the way like a cat pads on a cushion before it sits down. Yeah, exactly. Apparently I do that. Who can do the best cat purring impression? And I would urge you, if you're listening to this podcast <laughs> with headphones in, give it a go yourself. Right, you're. Sorry, I've just had a look at your phone. What the fuck is that? I know. Sorry, her phone smashed to pieces. Are you being like, are you in trouble with the triads or something? What's going on? Everyone I've seen lately keeps mentioning that, um, and it started to cut my face starts to now cut my face when I use it. Are you in trouble with the games? <laughs> I just refuse to give Apple my money unless I really, really have to. That phone's about 12 wow. years old. I- I've never seen anything like it. We might have to put that uh, in a, on a photo somewhere on our Instagram or something like that. But, Gross, uh, isn't it? If I, if I catch a glimpse someone's got a cracked phone, I always think they're on the, on the run. But that's not even a cracked phone. That has a lump taken out of it. That's a fucked phone. Do you know Jess Temby, who you used to do a podcast with back in the day? wonder how that sentence was going to finish. Yeah. <laughs> I met her for brunch on Sunday and she said, it looks like a dog ran away with your phone. That's ex- that is absolutely spot on. And you got and you got to back off the dog and I, you've been using it as if nothing happened. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, I know. Um, so, uh, best cat mm. purring impression. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> That's pretty good. Three, so, two... Sorry, what, what was that? Th- 
Shut up. Oh, here we go. Three, two, one. Oh, oh a bit yours like a is lawnmower. consistent. Yours is like. <laughs> wow. Wow, is that a good car driving bush. away? God. Look, we're stalling because we're scared of this episode. Also, can I just ask, have you been in this studio for a while? Uh, no, I've been in the other one. Because this studio smells like boys. Can I say what happened? Can I be honest with you? What happened? This is this is my evening leading up to you coming in here from your job to do this recording. And will it answer the question of why this studio smells like yeah. a sweaty boy crotch? Yes, yes. So, I was in there, mm. and then I, I went and got myself a big Chinese meal. You're joking me. Well, I went and got. I, was, I thought, okay, Louise is going to take a little while to get here. Mm. Uh, I'll go and get a Chinese meal. Yeah. Got the Chinese meal. Thought, I don't want to stink out the main studio. I'll come in here and eat it. Oh, right. Ate half of it, then got a note from Katie saying, oh, look, I've cooked us this for tea oh, this evening. I was like, no. shit. So I then put it in the bin, half ate it, put it in the bin. Then I thought, oh my God, Louise is going to come in here now. And it actually smells like a like a locker. Sweaty boy's crotch. Like a sweaty boy's crotch. So What'd you order? It was a sweet and sour chicken. Mm. But loads of it, absolutely loads no, of it. No, don't spray And I was eating it like a New York cop. It's too late, this is what I've been spraying. No. Oh, you've already sprayed that in here. So I've been spraying, before you got here, I tried to open the doors and give it a spray of uh, marine breeze. Did you get shades. that out of the bathroom? No, it was just an ear. Can it's you imagine how much germs are on that if you got that out of the bathroom or somebody else did? Look at him. Oh, he's God. <laughs> that's a it's definitely got faecal matter on it. Oh, right, that's it. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm going to have to go and sanitise my hands. I know. I'm not surprised. You can feel for this one. <laughs> Fecal matter. Fecal matter. And he's gone. I'm so glad I'm passing my, like, overly germophobic tendencies on to you. This is a terrible start. Uh, one other thing as well, I will never take a... Would you, ever, you never take a drink into the loose, do you? Of course not. Because you, you kind of imagine that there's, like, particles exactly. flying around. and they go into the, into the... I won't even eat anything on the tube in case a particle from the tube got on my food and I ate it. See, I'd never thought about that before, because yeah. I eat on the tube quite a bit. Don't, Bush, don't. OK, I'm glad we got that kind of sorted out. But, but the point is true... I believe that we are stalling today because this is oh, this yeah. is going to be an incredibly tough episode. Uh, in the 80s out of the 1990s, we've reached uh, a letter that we have been scared of. It's mm-hmm. been in the distance uh, for a while. Mm. It's Q. Yeah. And there ain't that many kind of Q things. So no. are you ready to do this? Listen, I think we should try and just see what happens. And if we fall flat on our face, then, you know, that's just part of our journey. Well, we tried our best, didn't we? We really did. Can't say any more than that. So... Here we go then, folks, in the A to Z of the 1990s. This is stuff beginning with Q. Just before we get going in this in this adventure through Q, yeah. can I just say, our, our mutual friend Brian Murphy, if you yeah. listen to the uh, Board Game Thing podcast... I call him a friend, I have to say. But, but he's yeah. just a troublemaker, yeah. uh, and he was obviously with me with, on the Board Game Thing uh, podcast. Obviously, at the moment, I've got the tail end of a bad back. I've got a big spot on my nose as well. I can't even see it, but go on. Thank you very much. Uh, I, I did that thing when I was walking to work today, half asleep, just got to about 150 feet from the office. Brian pops out of nowhere. Oh, my God, stay of you. Why are you walking like that for? Oh, my God, what's happened to you? Oh, your back's really fucked. Oh, and you've got that thing on your nose. And I kid you not, he said to me, if you want, I can go and get a gun, I'll just shoot you in Golden Square. Yeah, but he's a real bastard, Brian, isn't he? Isn't he? Yeah, he really is. So, look, if, if, I'm, if I'm, like, emotional during this episode... Mm. Uh, it's because of Brian. I think I've seen a fall in your confidence today, Bush. Because of Brian? I don't know. I didn't know that story until now, but I said to myself, something's different with so him. He's walking like an inch shorter, a bit hunched over. Can I say the other thing? Go on. So We will get on with this in a minute. I got my hair cut today. Looks lovely. Thank you very much. The woman, the lady that does my hair, cut it and then 
Do you ever, do you ever restyle your hair in a way that you'd never style it? Yes. And then you're like, you have what to go, oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. And then leave. And then I had to go straight to get the train. Mm. So she's given me like a perm. I think she's permed my hair. Bush, did she give you head massage? It was a bit of head, ma- head massage. Yeah. And um, <laughs> did you did you get Wait, any tingles? Oh my God, no. Really? Definitely not. Not even a minor arousal? No. But it's so arousing. I, I don't know if it is. What do you mean? Have you seen the woman who does my hair? It doesn't matter. You close your eyes, she could be anyone. See, I don't mean this in a bad way, because she's a lovely lady, but she's South African. Mm. The way that they talk. Mm. She's, and she's always very, very, very pessimistic now, whoa, whoa, about... Whoa, 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 Bush. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah. I don't know if we can go down this road. Well, I can't do a South African impression? I don't know if you can, to be honest. The chicken song for Spitting Image seems like such a long time ago. And if you're a certain age, you know what, what I'm talking means. about. Yeah, oh yeah. Anyway, look, in the 80s and the 1990s, Q is for... Oh, Bush, he's pointing at me on, because then. he knows Go that on. I'm just like, what? Okay, right. Big shout out to a couple of friends who really helped me with this list because okay. I text them both this morning. Well, I text one of them this morning going, please help. And that's Ben. Thank you, Ben, for helping me with this. And Cheers, then, Ben, mate. And then someone I met over the weekend called Blanco. He helped me with something as well. You met someone over the weekend called Blanco. His name is Michael White and everyone calls him Blanco. Blanco, I'm imagining he wears a uh, white peak cap. He does that Bacardi um, barman thing where he spins around and fills everyone's drinks up when they hold them up in the air like a Euro advert. Mm-hmm. Is that what Blanco does? Sure, yeah, let's go with that. Let's definitely go with that. Um, but I do have a couple of things to say and the first one I think has to be Queer as Folk. Oh, yeah. Now, Queer as Folk was a television show back in the 90s. Uh, actually, 1999, so we just got the tail end of it. Lawrence Akers, 1999, specified that's so it just creeps in. Really? Okay, perfect. Yeah. And it was uh, basically the lives of three gay men living in Manchester's gay village. And it ran for about eight episodes, yeah. written by Russell Davies, who's obviously quite a famous uh, TV maker now. TV maker? Yeah, That'll we'll do. That. He's a TV maker. And Do you watch Game of Thrones? No. Okay, so there's a really famous character in Game of Thrones called Littlefinger. Okay. And he's also in Queer as Folk. And he does something on this TV show. And I'm just going to give you the letter it begins with. Okay. Okay, he does something in Queer as Folk and it begins with R. And Rogers. No. And I, Is it? Let me just say, I don't think anyone had ever seen this on telly. I don't think it had ever been sort of alluded to. It was the first time... I knew it even existed as a sexual act. Can I draw it for you? Draw for me there, yeah. Go on. All right, okay, Jesus, yeah. Let's have a look. What's that thing on the right? Someone's bottom. Yes, that's it. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So glad we got through that. And so um, I have a a good few gay friends in London who I'm very close with. They obviously watched it and enjoyed this show immensely. However... Where's this leading to, Louise? I think a a lot of straight men probably watched this and got a bit of material out of it. I feel like you're quite fruity this week. So far, you've been quite. This this is quite a blue start to this episode. I just think it was the first time we saw many things on the television. It was quite shocking, and I'm sure it, pardon the use of this language, aroused some, you know, not suspicion. That's wrong, but aroused some. You're a voyeur this week. That's what it is. It's not about your own arousal. You're very interested in other people's arousal. I am. Stick to your own arousal. Okay, fine. Sick of peering into other people's arousals. But no, I mean, I remember that show coming out, uh, and it was it was like. Um, Revolutionary. Was he the guy that did It's a Sin as well? Is he the same writer? Yes, the same writer. Absolutely brilliant. But like, it was one of those ones where, you know, because it was, it was challenged everything at the time. There's never yeah. been anything like that before. But it was like one of those moments where if you, if you were sitting on the couch, and I don't care whether it's like, you know, gay, straight or whatever, the, the scenes, the I content know. in that, watching that with your mum and dad if that came on, yeah. that would just be 
that'd be end of day stuff, wouldn't it? Set I mean? yourself on fire and run out of the house. Exactly. Her absolutely horrific. But it was the first time I saw two. I think it might have been the first time I'd seen two gay men together. And the first time I saw two lesbians together was Brookside, which we talked about in B. Actually, uh-huh. do you remember the lesbian kiss with Anna Friel and I can't remember the other girl? Oh yeah. So we have talked a lot about same sex first scenes on this podcast because it's important. It is. Um, you know, very few things for Q. That's one of them. We're still talking about. I still talk about queers folk. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and yeah, and I was thinking. Might, you know, watch it again, see how I feel. In the 80s and the 1990s, Q indeed, speaking of other people's arousal, is for queer as folk. Another Q from the 1990s yeah. is, is Quasar. Now, uh, yeah. have you got any concept of Quasar? What was Quasar Laser Quest called in uh, the Republic of Ireland that you're from? Quasar. Was it just called Quasar? <laughs> so there was a, a place on Instalorgan in Dublin, and that was a very common place to go in the 1990s for your birthday party. Right, great. There was a McDonald's there as well. So, like, go to Quasar. Quids in. Get an appetite up. Go to McDonald's. Your mum would, like, drop you all home. You know, that's your birthday done. I used to bloody love it. I used yeah. to absolutely love it. Uh, just the... The places they used to have Quasar, yeah. uh, normally kind of like old warehouses, that kind of thing. I used to love getting the safety um, briefing beforehand. Really? It was like a gr- more grown-up giving you a safety briefing in a boiler suit. Because they were giving you a bit of responsibility. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I felt yeah. like I genuinely was going to war. Yeah. And then you've got to go and charge your little battery pack up, haven't you, as well? I swear um, someone we did it with ended up hitting someone with the butt of their rifle when they ran out of bullets. No you know, way! You go too far. I bet he's gone far in life, though. I, I, I don't think he has. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he has. Is he in prison? He probably is. Uh, but yeah, he used to absolutely love Quasar, like you say, for birthday parties, that kind of thing. The little rumble of the pack. Mm-hmm. Now, now, that rumble of the pack uh, on your chest if you got shot, same technology that, that is now, in the modern day, used for pizzerias with lazy staff where you can just have a little vibrating box on your table to say your pizza's ready if you're at a hotel abroad. You ever no. seen that? Same kind is of this tenor? when you have to queue for somewhere? Yeah, they see, and they go, take this, yes. I, I will buzz you when it's ready. I believe that is the direct descendant from... I have no basis of this. Oh, oh right, of, I thought you were actually giving us some proper facts I, here. I thought Bush. you were a little bit too keen on yeah, it. Yeah, it was but, like uh, really, like, I was like, my eyes went wide. I was like, this is an amazing fact. I shouldn't have clarified. Oh, you would have Bush. gone off and told four or five know, other people. I really would have. Family at Christmas, that kind of thing. And speaking of your family and Ireland and stuff like that as well, can I ask you a personal question? Of course. Did you feel bad, or did you all, speaking for your family, feel bad that... Oh, God. Whenever there was a product advertised late night on TV, it was never available in the Republic of Ireland. Yeah, and, and it goes Why back to a that? couple of weeks ago when we were talking about Nickelodeon, and the Nickelodeon ads always had toy, always had ads for toys yeah. that we couldn't get our hands on. Except for viewers or customers in the ROI, Republic of Ireland. I know. What was wrong with you guys? I, Why don't, wouldn't you? I don't understand. I just think they wanted to keep us a bit backward, and my God, it worked. It certainly has worked. It really has. Um, no, but I really have to say, I, I don't feel like that's ever stipulated now, do you? I feel like you guys are like back... You can buy compilation albums now. We can, and also we're in the EU, so screw you, Bush! Oh, fair enough. <laughs> back at me, back at me. In the 80s of the 1990s, Q is for Quasar. Okay, so another one for the list is a bit of a stretch. Um, and I know you Brits are very much known for this. Uh-huh. Okay, but I am going to bring it in because it is something I, I did a couple of times, a good few times in Ireland back in the 90s, and that is queuing. Ooh. And when I say queuing, I mean either queuing for a new album that yep. was coming out in the 90s, like on CD, uh-huh. or queuing for t- uh, concert tickets. We do have these really, I mean, I haven't lived in Ireland for 12 years, but like back in the day, they'd have these really cute little ticket offices on side streets off our main street, off, off Grafton Street. Yeah. And they'd be like down in the basement. And I always remember uh, queuing on Wicklow Street to go down the stairs to get tickets to a gig. Yeah. And it's just not something we do now. We just go online, get in a virtual queue, and you can't celebrate 
with anyone when you've bought a ticket and you've been queuing for ages online. Because otherwise you're hitting refresh. It's a bit boring, isn't it? But no, there was a scene in Derry Girls where they, they queued outside yeah. for a ticket type yeah, thing. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's quite good. I mean, we, I've, I've queued for uh, the launches of video games. Yeah, I, 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 I was going to say that wasn't my thing, but I remember queues on Grafton Street trying to get into HMV. I mean, obviously I know that's a chain, but people queuing to get in their video yeah. games in the basement. What a time. Like, you just don't have that anymore. No, I know. It's, it's a shame because everything is just delivered to you, whereas there was an element of like, I mean, I, I did a couple of the press things. for. I remember the launch of the Xbox when yeah, that yeah. came out. The, the local radio station I was working at at the time, me and the, a couple of the other presenters were like down there kind of probably ruining people's morale as they were trying to queue overnight. But I love the fact that they, they'd stayed out until yeah, midnight to get hold of it, have a photograph taken with the box, race home, and then be too tired to play with the damn thing. But <laughs> you don't get that so much now, which is which is a real shame. Do you know what I mean? And surely it built, whatever you were queuing for, surely it built it up massively in terms of like your value on it. Oh, completely. You know, and like especially tickets for stuff that you thought, oh my God, it's going to sell out and I'm not going to get tickets to this. It's, it's being with other people, yeah. being, you know, having a kind of shared passion about something. But, you know, I can only imagine what it must have been like for those first people to get the, the original Xbox home and play Halo. I know. Rip, rip the cellophane off the Halo box and stuff like that as well. Also, I used to go in the 90s, uh, we used to get to gigs incredibly early. I know. I still kind of do that, I have to say. Really? Now, I do like to be up the front, I have to say. So I do I do go early. It does get I'm... busy at Michael Flatley gigs, though, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Bush, you are on another planet this I, I am week. cheeky today. I do You're fruity, I'm cheeky. <laughs> What? Fruity and cheeky, it's like a children's TV <laughs> entertainment duo. And you know how I hate TV's kids presenters. <laughs> Absolutely hate them. Um, yeah, so queuing, it's got to go in. Um, I just want to say as well, I was one of those people, what we used to do is go to the only place we could go and watch gigs in uh, in the southwest in the 90s was Exeter University. Oh, yeah. So if there was bands on, like we used to go and watch like Kingmaker and uh, Curve oh. and, and Suede and stuff like that. But oh, we would yeah. get there... I mean, I think about it now in terms of not involved in live music, but like you do stuff with the radio station. We used to get there and listen to the sound check outside the door. Oh my God, that's listen to a drummer. so cute though, Hit a isn't snare. it? The weirdest thing. Uh, so yeah, you're right. In the A to Z, the 1990s, Q is 100% for queuing. Another Q from the 1990s has been suggested by our brilliant listeners, and I don't know what it is. Go on. You might know what this is. The Queen's Nose. No, I'm out. You ever heard that programme? I'm out. It's a programme. Apparently it's a programme. Right. Right, let's get some clarification on this. Is it a TV kids programme? Let's just see. TV kids programme. I mean, kids TV programme. Okay, here we go. Sorry, let me just get a bit of clarification on this. Okay, so Ellie Brennan says, Greatest show of the 1990s. Never forget when one of the sisters had an asthma attack after beating a carpet to clean it. Of course, she didn't have her inhaler. Classic drama. (laughs) 
Uh, Carla is the one who suggested it. It's, it's the, the picture is obviously of a TV show opening credits with the, the, a 50 pence piece on the front, but... I mean, I just said on, I said on Twitter earlier on, I, d- I didn't know what it was. And, and did anyone else back you up or tell you what it was about? Rianne says, oh my God, best programme ever growing up. There was Melody and Harmony, two sisters, and they had an uncle, Ginger, who gave Harmony a magic 50p. Ah, here we go. Here's the rub. Who gave Harmony a magic 50p, and if you rubbed the Queen's nose on the 50 pence piece, you could make a wish. Wow. That completely passed me by, that totally TV show. Totally passed me by. It must have been... That's right, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like... Do you think these things are available on YouTube now? I love going down a 90s, like, um, wor- what is it called? Wormhole? I always call it the wrong thing. Yeah. I call it a rabbit hole. Ra- R- rabbit warren? Rabbit hole. Oh, yeah, hutch. yeah. I- <laughs> 90s rabbit hutch. Okay, uh, okay, okay. Let's in the eighties, the nineties. Uh, okay, let me see. Let me see. Okay, this is not strictly in the nineties. I believe they had their peak in the nineties, right? Uh-huh. And that is uh, something that sort of very much will be coming out pretty soon at Christmas. And that is a tin of Quality Street. See, I don't know how I feel about Quality Street. Do you know? And I'll, okay, go on. Tell me why, and then I'm going to fill you in on why I'm bringing them into this podcast. I've got a really bad. I've got a really bad story about them, though. Okay. It's like, it's weird. Go on. So, back in the day, my mum and dad used to run an old people's home. Yeah. Okay? And then, uh, I remember we had, a, attached to the side of the house was uh, an annex, which was like a little flat that the nurses used to stay in. Mm-hmm. But we did Oh my didn't God, re- did you try and sneak in there back in the day? Oh, we were in there a lot. But oh, there were no were. nurses, unfortunately, oh. back in this era. So it was an empty flat, so we used to use it for drinking, smoking, playing musical instruments. And how were Nigel and Geraldine about this? You stay away from Nigel before you get involved. <laughs> but yeah, they, 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 my mum and dad were, were, uh, are brilliant, were brilliant when we yeah. were kids. They used to buy us booze and all that kind of stuff. Wow. And let you go and play drums and have band practices and all that kind of thing. But we had a load of people come back one, one night after the pub uh, and there was just no room for everyone to stay. So my mum uh, allowed my friend Richard to go and stay in... The annex. One of the old people's rooms. We were all in the annex. Oh, you were in the annex. She let them go and stay... Oh he, my God, what? in the old people's home. So she, she... There was an empty room, yeah. okay? So Richard slept in there and had a couple of suites off the side of the bed, uh, which were Quality Street. Okay. And it turns out that the old lady that was in there had, like, passed away the day before. Oh. And that was her stuff. And my mum never even mentioned it to Richard. Good. And he's haunted to this day because he was having her sweets off the, off the bedside cabinet. And do you think maybe she was, like, sucking them and then putting them back oh. in the wrapper and leaving them by the, uh, and leaving them ready for Richard? It could be. I mean, you get that thing with old people. There's that famous old story about eating just the nut ones, and that's actually something that an old person sucked the chocolate off. <laughs> Isn't it? Bush, you grew up in an old people's home, which is a very unique experience. I saw I saw some stuff you wouldn't even know. I know. Even it, must, know. it must have made your relationship with death quite like real, did it? Yeah. It was we saw some we had some crazy people, we had brilliant people. We had a lady called Miss Tully who was booked on the return journey of the Titanic. Wow. But obviously never made it. Yeah. Didn't need me to point that out. <laughs> um and then you know, two words, I won't go into further detail. Manual extraction. That was another thing I heard about when I was there. I do, like, I mean, the, like the mind big, boggles with that one. It's like big poo. Got to get big poo out. And who was doing that? Nigel? Nigel wasn't doing it, no. Was my dad it? was working on computers, my mum and some of the other nurses and that. I don't know how people do that kind of stuff. Good Lord, I couldn't do that. That's got dark quickly, isn't it? It really has. I'm so, so can sorry. I, can, can I just ask, like, what was the creepiest thing you ever saw in the nursing home? I swear I saw the ghost of an old lady in old, in old people's home. That's where I was going with this. I, I, my brother still takes the piss out of me about this to this day. Mm. But we used to share a room on the top floor. Bear in mind, this was like an Edwardian villa. So it was a really old house. Um... Onward Christian Soldiers, the hymn was written at that house back in the day. Okay, so you're already setting the scene. Proper history. 
And one of the old ladies who'd passed away, and it's, it's something you get used to. It sounds really bad. I don't mean it in a flippant way, but if you have a, a, a nursing home, you do get used to the kind of comings and goings of people. Of people catch yeah. And one of the old ladies that sadly passed away uh, that we were you know, quite friendly with and everything, I swear, I, I, I opened my eyes in the middle of the night and I swear she was hot, like, shoulder, like waist upwards, head and shoulders, not, not, the, head, not the shampoo, was hovering in the centre of the room. Like, I well believe it, because if they are travelling away from their bodies, they had to go right through your bedroom to well, get up. She was below, yeah, she would have gone up. Oh, my God. So, and then, obviously, my brother brings that up every five minutes, because I then scream like a big girl, <laughs> and then try to wake my mum up, and she wouldn't wake up. <laughs> you never know, mums don't wake up. You're like, mum, it's a ghost, mum, there's someone in the room, old lady in the room, she didn't even wake up. But that's where I thought we were, we were going to go with this story, but I'm shocked, and, you know, I just think, did you not have crazy nightmares in that house? It was quite bizarre. Yeah. Definitely quite bizarre. I tell you one of the other creepy things. Go on. And this is, this is explainable through the science and just old tech. But um, they, there was one old lady who used to keep falling out of bed. Okay, so... Why? There's some mad... Right, I'll tell you a couple of stories, right? One old lady used to keep falling out of bed. So my mum and dad would put a baby monitor in there so they could hear her. Oh. But it, for some reason, picked up the, uh, the signal of an actual baby from one house along. <laughs> so they heard, like, a baby crying in the room. And they were like... <gasps> That is so creepy. Imagine lying in bed and having a baby monitor to an old lady and a baby's cry comes through Unbelievable. it. Unbelievable. Another one, right? Go on, go on. Another old lady, two, two rooms down from that one. Uh, she, for some reason, used to do poos into, her, into, um, into, like, into tissue paper and wrap them up and keep them, put them in a the bottom drawer. Why, Have Bush? a whole bottom drawer full of poos. And then, right, as if that wasn't bad enough, you think, like, you know, I'll just try and... I'll behave myself, won't do any more poos and nap, uh, napkins. Just, that's it. Mm. Last one. Uh, she then left her magnifying glass when she was doing a crossword on her pair of knickers in the window, hottest day of the year. And it burned your house down. Burned the middle floor of the house down where we ended up on the local news. Oh, my. She was a handful. That, and the worst thing is, she's thinking been carried out by the fire brigade she was fine everything. everyone was fine she's carried out by the fire brigade thinking do you know what the fire's not the worst thing wait till they look in my bottom drawer <laughs> it's full of shits <laughs> mummified shits oh, oh gosh dear. I can't really follow that I have to say Sorry I'm just going to have to drag us back to Q, okay? Q yeah Q Q, um, Q Q Q and that is quality street <laughs> yeah yeah I don't think I will ever eat Sorry, I don't want to ruin quali- it for you. Quality Street now, they're thinking of Richard. Um, anyway, the reason I bring them up is because I, I think they have... I think the quality... Oh, pardon the pun. The quality of the Quality Street has really dived, nose-dived in the last what few years. What do you mean, like, quality is down? Yeah, because I just thought they were so much better back in the day. I thought the tins... Look at the tins. Remember that old-school tin? Oh, yeah, you don't get that anymore you now, do you? don't get that anymore. Look at the depth of that tin, Bush. Whoa, look at the depth of that tin. And also, can you imagine all the sweets that would fit in there? Huge amount. There must have been loads in there. And I just think they were just more bang for your buck back in the day, better quality chocolate. I miss it. What, um, what was your go-to Louise Maloney chocolate out of the Quality Street tin? Well, you've ruined it for me now, but the chocolate hazelnut. Oh, yeah, that's one of the ones that old lady was oh, having. Oh, crap. Oh dear. In the A to Z, the 1990s, please don't let any of these stories give you nightmares. Q is for Quality Street. Right, another one um, in the A to Z of the 1990s that we're getting a lot of for Q is the TV show Quantum Leap. Ah, yes. What's your view on Quantum Leap? I remember watching it. It, wa- it probably was one of the better quality of programmes back on the TV in the 90s, right? It reminds me of having my tea mm. still in school uniform. Yeah. And then hearing the um, I was always fascinated by him jumping back in time. Yeah. But it was always like a, like a moment when he had a chance to think, really. Like, he used to go, oh boy, oh boy. But what if you imagine he was doing something really weird? Like, 
in the middle. Of, this is what he's thinking about. Imagine if he jumped back in time and he was having sex with someone. <gasps> Wouldn't that be weird? See, I forgot. Now, hang on a second. Is he jumping back to an uh, to a year within his own lifetime? No, not other necessarily. People's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you so might he be jumps like into back. somebody else's body. Imagine that he's jumped into someone else and like he's having a Tommy Tank or that, something. Yeah, exactly. Imagine that. That would be very discombobulating, wouldn't, wouldn't it? it? Oh boy. Uh, Bush. Yeah. You're quantum leaping tonight. Yeah. Where are you going? Where would I go? Ooh. I'd quantum leap. I'd, I'd love to go around like, you know, like Shakespeare's era. Cool. I'd just like to quantum leap back. Maybe quantum leap back into Shakespeare. I'm Shakespeare. Or his best friend. You could just hang out with him and drink with him and get all his wisdom. Yeah, yeah. Or just nick a load of his... Yeah. Like, ask him, so what's, that, what's that, the one you got plans for? <laughs> and just make a note of it. And then suddenly, Old English, Andy, thy Andy Bush has written a load of uh, The Tempest too, or something like that. Where would you quantum leap back to? It's hard for me because I think time, you know, time hasn't been kind to women, you know? And so jumping back, I'm not sure that would really excel me that much. But I think if I had to, I'd probably go back to the 60s. I I think the music, obviously the, where I used to work, I used to walk up and down Carnaby Street all the time and loved it. And I thought, God, it'd be amazing to be, not a groupie, I don't Where's mean it like that. I just would love to be back in that day, hanging out with rock stars, maybe fornicating with them and just, you know, having a laugh. Like I said, like I said earlier on, she's fruity. She's fruity in this episode, folks. Don't know what you think. In the A to Z of the 1990s, Q is for Quantum Leap. Let's throw in uh, Bush, the Queen Vic. Oh, yes. We love a bit of EastEnders. Uh, also, again, the 90s, probably the best for that show, what with Phil and Grant. I remember the first ever episode of EastEnders. Go on. Uh, I believe Ali Osman, Dirty Den, mm. trying to knock down the door of an old fella's flat. He's had a heart attack and he's died in his seat. First episode of EastEnders. And you remember that. That says a lot, Bush, because you have a terrible it. memory. I used to love it. I used yeah. to absolutely love EastEnders. I cannot stand it now. Do you know what's happened? That, that it's just full of characters they've not got rid of. Yeah. And they all live like 25 in one flat. Yeah. Packed in. And if they're not in the flats packed in with each other, they're all in hospital or yeah. got a stripe on them. High-vis stripe and they're in prison. And the Queen... That's true. Uh, the Queen Vic is obviously the heart of that show. Yes. And her landlord slash landladies are uh-huh. always at the heart. So Sharon was a big uh, Queen Vic landlady back in the day. You used to have quite, quite have the hots for Sharon. Yeah, I bet you did. She had a great rack, didn't she? Had she? Michelle... Do you remember Michelle? Tiff. The one, the one what yes. Dirty Den got pregnant? <laughs> yeah, that was a scandal. Hair, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember her. Uh, do you remember Mary the Punk? No, I don't remember I used Mary to love the Mary the Punk. Really? Well. Yeah. Did you love Tiffany? I did. She was the one who sadly got run over on, on like Christmas Day or something. Yeah, they always right? do a big Christmas Day death, don't they? Was that Martine McCutcheon? Yes. Yes, I remember her. I forget sometimes that she was in it. And then, of course, Barbara Windsor as Peggy Mitchell. God bless her. Absolutely incredible. Get out of my pub. I know. It's iconic, isn't it? Can you, can you do get out of my pub? No, I don't do accents. I'm not like you. I've cornered the market on that one. <laughs> in the 80s, Z of the 1990s, Q is for the Queen Vic from EastEnders. A couple of other quick ones here. Stephen says Q's got to be for Quavers. The we, crisp. We used to do this thing in school called a quaver. But there's still quavers around. But I know, but like they were invented in the nineteen nineties. Oh, we, right. we did this thing we poke your hand poke your hand as if you're making Don't like a, do that a horn. Hand and we just scoop to me, scoop please. each other's backsides and go, Quaver. I'm sorry, excuse me? We used to come up behind a friend. Yeah. I don't know if anyone else, I, I'm sensing no one else did, used to do this. But you'd make a horn out of your hand mm. and then go like up the up the up the crack of their backside and go, Quaver. Genuinely. Push. It might be a Southwest thing. Did you, did it ever, like, how was your hand after that? Particles? 
No, 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 because it was clothing in between. I know, because how often did you uh, wash your, your your uniform back in the day? Is this going back to the feces part? Yes. From the beginning, okay. So We've come full circle. Quavers, it's got to be in there. Uh, says Stephen Dale says Q from Star Trek do you remember him I mean I, I, know, I didn't watch a lot of Star Trek the generation the next generation but there was a guy called Q who was like a, a trickster alien that kept making an appearance and he just always struck me as a bit of a bellend mm. so that's that one <laughs> I didn't know I've got nothing else I really want to say about it <laughs> thanks for that is it, oh is that prick again I'll throw one in uh, on. Q magazine oh yeah huge for Britpop back in the 90s see I, I, I would never buy anything like that now I would never buy anything like that do you even buy a magazine now no I, the only magazine I get is um, a thing called, Katie calls Gridorian. Right. But it's actually called Gridiron, which is like an, a UK-based NFL magazine. Right. But back in the day when you couldn't go and listen to songs on Spotify and, yeah. and ruin an album's surprise, you would I'd read the review of Melody Maker or NME and then go to our price and buy it, having not heard it. So nice. Imagine that. It? I know. It goes back to the surprise and the queue and all that kind of stuff from earlier on. Uh, Matt, whoever you are, Matt, I don't know your full Twitter address, but I asked have you got anything that beginning with Q that needs to be on our list for the 1990s he's just put quim <laughs> all right so i didn't know what that word meant until i moved to the uk because we don't have that in ireland yeah uh and it's quite an, yeah well yeah quim yeah oh, it's just on the list yeah. there's nothing else we can say about it no uh, and yannick uh says corn fake meat yeah Ew. oh the way you say that fake meat yeah i've got another one uh just a very quick one quicksilver Oh, it was in the... Uh, the label. Yeah. Quicksilver Sunnies back in the day. It's a bit, uh, boot, bit boot-cut jeansy, isn't it? Mm. Something quite boot-cut jeans about it all. Kind of reminds me of the whole Oakley thing I brought up. Uh, it, that's boots. what I was thinking of. Yeah. So it's, it all matches up. A little yeah. bit Limp biscuit, That kind of thing. <laughs> um, I, think, I think that's it. Okay, what, what's the crack with next week? L- I can't work it out of my head. Q-R-R. I think we might be okay oh, for R. I, I feel like we nearly need a double episode for S because I have so much to talk about. Have you got loads of stuff? Loads. Well, we can make a bumper episode. Maybe two and a half hours. <laughs> See what people think. Nobody needs that. Uh, thank you for all your brilliant suggestions. Uh, apologies for just how frisky Louise has been during this episode. Uh, she's very, very interested in other people's arousal mm-hmm. and that has been made very clear from this episode. Sorry about that. If you've been affected by any of the issues as people standing by to take your call, uh, we'd love to hear from you if you have a suggestion for next week, which is... A to Z of the 90s podcast. Now, what letter is it? <laughs> I was already in WhatsApp. I wanted to get an Irish R. <laughs> See, we say or. Or. Okay, we'll do it. Say it. So, we're, next week we're covering or. We're going to call it or. Or. Okay? Uh, and yeah, you can drop me a message on Twitter as well, at Bush on the radio. Thank you for listening. Spread the word. Uh, you've been listening to the A to Z of the 1990s, and we'll see you next week. Love you. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.